I think you fancy him, said Bernie, as he topped up their glasses. No, I don't, said Beth a little too loudly, causing one of the men at the bar to turn round. And in any case, she added, smiling at her fiancé, Dan is far better looking than Lawrence Davenport. Dream on, said Bernie. Just because Danny Boy's shaved and washed his hair for a change, don't think he's going to make a habit of it, sis. No chance. Just remember that your future husband works in the East End, not the city. Danny could be anything he wanted to be, said Beth, taking his hand. What do you got in mind, sis? Tycoon or tosser, said Bernie, thumping Danny on the arm. Danny's got plans for the garage that will make you... Shh, said Danny, as he refilled his friend's glass. He'd better have, cos getting spliced don't come cheap, said Bernie. To start with, where are you going to live? There's a basement flat just round the corner that's up for sale, said Danny. But have you got enough reddies, demanded Bernie, cos basement flats don't come cheap, even in the East End. We've saved enough between us to put down a deposit, said Beth, and when Danny takes over from Dad... Let's drink to that, said Bernie, only to find that the bottle was empty. I'd better order another. No, said Beth firmly. I've got to be on time for work tomorrow morning, even if you haven't. To hell with that, said Bernie. It's not every day that my little sister gets engaged to my best mate. Another bottle, he shouted. The barman smiled as he removed a second bottle of champagne from the fridge below the counter. One of the men standing at the bar checked the label. Paul Roger, he said, before adding in a voice that carried, Wasted on them. Bernie jumped up from his place, but Danny immediately pulled him back down. Ignore them, he said. They're not worth the space. The barman walked quickly across to their table. Don't let's be having any trouble, lads, he said, as he removed the cork. One of them celebrating his birthday, and frankly, they've had a bit too much to drink. Beth took a closer look at the four men while the barman refilled their glasses. One of them was staring at her. He winked, opened his mouth, and ran his tongue around his lips. Beth quickly turned back, relieved to find that Danny and her brother were chatting. So where are you two going on honeymoon? Saint-Tropez, said Danny. That'll set you back a bob or two. And you're not coming along this time, said Beth. The slut's quite presentable until she opens her mouth, said a voice from the bar. Bernie leapt to his feet again, to find two of them staring defiantly at him. They're drunk, said Beth. Just ignore them. Oh, I don't know, said the other man. There are times when I quite like a slut's mouth to be open. Bernie grabbed the empty bottle and it took all of Danny's strength to hold him down. I want to leave, said Beth firmly. I don't need a bunch of public school snobs ruining my engagement party. Danny immediately jumped up, but Bernie just sat there drinking his champagne. Come on, Bernie, let's get out of here before we do something we regret, said Danny. Bernie reluctantly stood up and followed his friend, but he never once took his eyes off the four men at the bar. Beth was pleased to see that they had turned their backs on them, and appeared to be deep in conversation. But the moment Danny opened the back door, one of them swung round. Leaving, are we? he said. He then took out his wallet and added, When you've finished with her, my friends and I have just enough left over for a gangbang. You're full of shit, said Bernie. Then why don't we go outside and sort it out? Be my guest, dickhead, said Bernie, as Danny shoved him through the door and out into the alley before he had the chance to say anything else. Beth slammed the door behind them and began walking down the alley. Danny gripped Bernie by the elbow, but they had only gone a couple of paces before he shook him off. Let's go back and sort them. Not tonight, said Danny. 
not letting go of Bernie's arm as he continued to lead his friend on down the alley. When Beth reached the main road, she saw the man Bernie described as dickhead standing there, one hand behind his back. He leered at her and began licking his lips again, just as his friend came rushing round the corner slightly out of breath. Beth turned to see her brother, legs apart, standing his ground. He was smiling. "'Let's go back inside,' Beth shouted at Danny, only to see that the other two men from the bar were now standing by the door, blocking the path. "'Fuck em, said Bernie. "'It's time to teach the bastards a lesson.' "'No, no,' pleaded Beth as one of the men came charging up the alley towards them. "'You take dickhead,' said Bernie, "'and I'll deal with the other three. Beth looked on in horror as Dickhead threw a punch that caught Danny on the side of the chin and sent him reeling back. He recovered in time to block the next punch, faint, and then land one that took Dickhead by surprise. He fell on one knee.